Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Moving Mountains for You. My name is Iceleth Zeladon. I go by Sachi Ice Queen on most social medias. And today, our guest is Miss Naomi. I'm super excited about this interview. Um, she is such a mother figure for me in like such a deep, meaningful way. And the way that the reason I say that is because. Um, I've never had a Jewish mother, um, and uh, I mean, my mom is Jewish, but she never doesn't. She didn't know any of the uh, customs or even the language. Uh, you know, she didn't know Hebrew. So my mom does have um, Hebrew on in her in her, but as well as my dad. But um, they don't know any of the customs. And so when I met uh, Naomi, I was like, wow, I could learn so much from her. Um, because not only did I identify with her because we're both Jewish, but at the same time, um, just the type of work that she does um, it was similar to what I love to do. And it's about like teaching and helping people feel empowered and helping people with their confidence and, you know, um, I have my bachelor's degree in journalism, my emphasis print, you can see it right there. And then right next to it is my certification to teach um, Spanish. And so, because um, soy Latina, <laughs> you know, um, and so I'm just super excited because I got to, I'm privileged to be able to interview her. She is a best-selling author. And so I'm, I'm an author as well. Um, and I, I mean, this, this poem right here is, um, something that I wrote many years ago. Um, it was a collaboration between me and my, it, it was written by me, but kind of edited a little bit through it with me and my sister, because, um, any type of writing I, in the beginning, when I was still learning how to write very well, um, my sisters were my strength. Um, the reason I say that is because I would share my writing with them and so they would give me tips. Hey, do this, don't do that. Like, you know what I mean? And so this one right here was one that I shared with all of my, my cousin and my three sisters. And I was like, what do you guys think about this? And I'm going to tell you one thing about families that they won't sugarcoat anything. <laughs> and so, um, it's good and bad things. And so, you know, that's, that's just, uh, it makes us better. And so I'm just thankful to not only get to interview Naomi, which I feel is part of my family, but um, also get to honor my, my sister. Then, and um, I, I've graduated from Arkansas Tech, or Arkansas Tech University, because I live in Arkansas. It's um, right next to Texas and Oklahoma and Louisiana. Um, and so we're in the South. That's why I always say, hey, y'all, because even though I wasn't born here, I've lived here a lot longer than California. And that's exactly where Naomi is, Cali. Yeah, <laughs> I'm super excited about, you know, I love California. Like that's that's my home because that's where I was born. But um, Arkansas is more of my home now because I've lived here longer. And so, um, you know, Naomi, she not only is she a author she also she is the co-founder of uh, virtual influence influencer academy um and she is an nsa speaker and um, she also is a trainer for uh, N, uh, nlp and if you don't know what any of those acronyms mean just go ahead and ask her she could definitely tell you um and she's also been featured on abc cnn 
um, CBS, uh, NBC, and Fox, of course. And so um, she definitely helps you monetize your passion and purpose. And um, she also helps you um, become a uh, known expert um, and attract the clients that you want. Um, and she does this by creating awesome scripts and videos and um, publishing books. And, you know, she's just a coach. And so, um, just the coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that to me, that is that means so much because when you're a coach, you are literally like holding someone's hand the whole way. You're cheering them on. You're you no, are. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm a spiritual life coach. I that's the only thing that I consider myself as a, when it comes to coaching um, other than health coach, because I do um, send out recipes and things like that. Um, but, um, so I focus on like the nutrition side of coaching. Yeah. Um, no, I like, I like it like, because nowadays there, uh, there's so many, uh, you know, like in, in general, if I, some people can call it coach, I can call it a mission, right? Like, um, so like the, each person somehow coach other people in their life. Right. So it's like our mission and we each is a unique mission. Right. So, so coaching, as you said, it is a lot, right? under just coaching um you know making sure keeping them accountable about their goals and you know things of that nature which um in reality you're kind of like everyone's mom yeah. and it brings, it brings it also back to when we talked about like when you said i mentioned virtual influencer the, the thing is that like when people ask you what do you do or something many people say i'm a coach i'm a life coach i'm a business coach i'm this coach and then the person who hear that uh you know i'm sure you appreciate the fact that you're coaching and helping people but you cannot really tap and tell uh, how can you help me versus another coach yeah yeah, I always, whenever it comes to coaching, I try to go the more the more in detail because there's so many different types of coaching. I've been accredited by Udemy. And so in Udemy, you can take those courses. And if you wanted to attend a university, you can. Um, but um, that's not something that I have in the near future. Um, not, not my plans, but um, you can definitely um, take those courses that you take from Udemy. Um, since it is accredited. And, and so bring us also uh, such to the idea of, uh, you know, like, and I see it a lot with people is also, uh, you can like, just by experience something and overcoming it, that's already make you one step uh, ahead of someone else, right? So like for the women, especially women out there who are like, you know, because we are forever learning and we love that, but like, don't think you're not enough if you don't have this certification or this certification, because sometimes we are in that loop, right? In that loop that, okay, what, what the next certification I need? What the next, right? While, right? And it's okay to balance everything and learn also. But at the same time, we already have so much that we can already provide to people as of now, right? And uh, that's the part that I love the most, right? Is like to, uh, to like take it out, like from whatever it's, inside you and bring it out to the world right now and and meanwhile you can also do that and do that and get another certification but like the world doesn't look for certification they look the world looks for transformation that is absolutely true because 
you can be the most certified educated person but if you don't have love for that person if you don't have compassion for that person if you don't have time for that person then you're not going to be may, be able to make that impact and so that's why i wanted to bring you on because you specifically you go to the core of the mind um and so that's the reason why my first question is um what is one way that you can overcome imposter syndrome? And for anybody that doesn't know what that means, um, imposter syndrome is when you don't have an identity, so you try to, to imitate someone else's. So that's my uh, first question for you. Yeah, so first of all, um, the one thing that like, it's, that's what caused also like for many people, the procrastination and the self-sabotage, the idea of I'm not enough. Right? I'm not enough. Like I need to do the the next uh, certification. I need to do that first. I need to first do that. I need to first to know exactly what this and uh, right. What is it that I, I'm? So many think. While the best way is like to right away, despite the fear, despite the anxiety, to put your feet into right. Like like to start and do the action, even if you give it at first for free, when you share. Uh, your beautiful messages or something or writing beautiful blog and uh, it's very important also the way I look at things is like that we are in alignment and that's one thing that is very important the, the reason that we procrastinate and we have all those free program thought also is because we have different part of us part of me wants to come and influence but part of me is afraid part of me uh, you know feel I'm not enough right those like continually pulling you from one side to another. So if you think to uh, think about it is, uh, first of all, you desire, you want your desire to be bigger than you feel. Because if, if you already uh, don't, if, if your desire is not burning desire, and if you think about your uh, past, right? Like if something was so important for you, you did it despite the fear. So uh, one thing is like to really like know what is it that you want. And like the desire, the burning desire should be bigger than your fear. Another thing is to understand that, okay, part of life is like having this fear and anxiety. How do I learn to do it despite that? How do I learn to also uh, call this voice that tell me you're not enough and all the things? How can I call it even a name that like try to normalize me or try to keep me backward or something? Um, and like have a discussion, tell him, hey, listen, you are safe. Right, so like he's trying to protect you somehow, and and everything it's come from the fact that we are pre-programmed, uh, and it's enough that your mom one time told you, you know, be quiet when you were trying to express something, and you best back then you had a link that what she said means that I'm, you know, what I'm saying it's like it's better I be quiet, for example, right? Because we are little kids. That's why I wrote this book, as you can see. My mom told me to be quiet, right? <laughs> <laughs> because, right, the child learned to re-examine his emotion and the parents learned to be more aware of how they speak to their kids, right? So it, it, it's enough that there was one incident and not just necessarily that you direct talk to the, the kids. It can be also that the kids uh, watch like uh, uh, a fight. Like, so I had a client, like she kept sabotage around money, herself around money. When she floated about the timeline with the little uh, breakthrough techniques that we do, uh, she realized she was three years old when her parents, right? She couldn't remember it consciously, but unconsciously she did. Her parents were getting a big amount of money and they were fighting what to do with the money. 
So at that moment, she decides money is right and money brings war. Money might, you know, sabotage their, their marriage and things like that. And it's there, right? It's like a wound in her body and in, in her mind. And she doesn't realize why she acts certain ways. So uh, it's very important uh, to, to, first of all, awareness, right? Like to know, okay, maybe I'm a little bit by my mind a little bit screwed up or something right because i'm pre-programmed so understand be aware know to live with that like understand okay and and also understand that staying at your comfort zone just because you are afraid to uh, stretch is not going to be less painful it's actually eventually get to a place where it will bring more anxiety because like when you stretch you are anxious but when you don't do things that you dream of then you like later like you beat yourself you're like hate yourself kind of thing you 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 uh, you can't stand that you didn't progress right so it's like a loop so the confidence level also decreased right and and it's like so there's a lot of illusion uh idea behind it okay if i'm staying and then i'm safe but it, it's eventually it's not yeah that's i mean that's amazing though because a lot of people when they're trying to find themselves or they're trying to know who they are and what they want to do um they tend to want to always imitate someone else which i think that's kind of natural because when you're growing up you see your surroundings and you try to understand and not only understand but you try to be quote-unquote normal or quote-unquote what you need to do because that's how school kind of teaches you to be unless you're homeschooled and that's a whole another topic (laughs) but um but that's that's awesome and so uh, my next uh, question is um what is the best way to be kind to yourself so that's one thing bring another right like so like if you keep beating yourself down and say i'm worthless i'm not enough right uh, that's like you're in a loop, right? So like, and you're right about what you just said about like the school system and everything. They try to make you look and feel like everyone else, right? Like if there's a math, rather than like empower what your unique strength and not criticize you if you're not good, like let's say in math, maybe you're good, right? Like rather than like more matching it, each person to his strength, right? And think they often, they say, oh, look at him, look at him. So. That's another thing that causes a lot of depression for people is they watch other people. They have this illusion that this person, oh, he saw this and he saw this and he saw this. While they, they sh- the only person they call should compare themselves is to themselves, like and see the progress, right? Compared to the progress. Still, there is something that uh, in Judaism, we say like uh, book jealousy, not the bad jealousy that like you want and you don't want someone else or uh, you want like more material. It's like the book uh, uh, jealousy is to in Hebrew. It's like kinat uh, sofrim. It's you look at someone who um, does something that inspire you, and you say, "Oh, I want to aspire too." So it's it's kind of like trigger something in you that it make you stretch in a good way. So that's different, right? That's different than just like and even that. Don't do what they do in the sense of like they, some people they just copy the content and they say exactly what the other person say what if you know based on what you learn you create your own right so like it's it's all those things that like uh we need to pay attention to so talking about kind i think the way to learn to be kind to yourself is first of all remember that you someone bigger than you created you 
right? So when when if when you put yourself down, you put your creator down. Okay. So it's one thing if you take everything for learning and say, oh, I did a mistake. I want to correct and do better, right? That's another thing. And uh, so the way from, in, in my opinion, is like a person needs to learn to be proactive. So we are triggered machine. So when when something triggers us, right? Like even like ourselves, when we like all of a sudden find ourselves another day, we didn't do anything or something. So we right away will beat ourselves down. But what if we look at ourselves in, in like kind of like without judgment, right? Just looking at our pattern, looking at, uh, at the, our emotion and just looking at that and staring them and say, why do I keep seeing the same movie over and over again? What is it that for me to learn and how can I become more proactive about it? So the kindness is also with learning, right? Like learn from everything and like seeing it in in proactive way. So, so I think that's the best way rather than just like affirmation saying, oh, I'm, you know, um, you know, because you don't want also to victimize the person too much, right? Like sometimes people victimize themselves. So, um, so true though, because, you know, so many people, they don't know how to, um, be a victor instead of a victim. Um, they, it's how it's a process. I think once you truly seek healing, I think that's when your mindset kind of shifts to a victor mentality instead of a victim. Um, but there's so many people that I've noticed that when something goes wrong, they blame everybody but themselves. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, certain circumstances, it might not, they couldn't, it was probably behind, like beyond their control. But the majority of adults, like grown adults that know better. Um, I mean, like to me, it's just kind of like, yes, you may, you might've been a victim, but there's so many ways for you to avoid what happened or, you know, certain situations that you yourself put yourself in. And so I think it's, it's, it's a very like, um, it's i think it comes down to habits you know learning good habits having you know quality people around you having people who are going to uplift you and help you in your in your journey and instead of pull you down to their level um, i'm not saying to not associate you with every, you know you know certain people but there's certain people that might be um i always i can't remember i'll never forget this sermon that i remember seeing and it was like you are where you are for a reason, a season, and a person. And so when they told me that, I was like, wow, that is so true because I've met so many people. I've been in so many different situations. I've been in so many places. And that I think that's really, really true because you choose who to keep around you. And so I think that definitely can affect how you are to yourself and how you can be kind to yourself. If the there people- is also, right? And what you just said, right? And there's always someone who you can still help it. Right, some people think, oh, who can I help? No, don't like underestimate. And I think being kinder is like understand, realize there's someone who is in more misery than you. How can I help him? That will be the kinder because uh, form for you, I think, because then then you prove to yourself that what you want. I'm touching another person, right? So like that's that's so important. And and back to what you said, it's like definitely 
in our alignment, in our congruency, we want to make sure that, that everything supported, right? The environment, the behavior, our, you know, our beliefs and value our identity, like I am. If I'm saying to myself, I'm not enough, then my behavior naturally will prove that I'm right, right? Or like the beliefs that, so we have to make sure. And also at the top is like, for who else? Right? Like, for who else I'm here? Am I here just like to live, eat, and drink? Or am I here to also serve? And there's always space for someone else that is a little bit less progress than you in, in whatever, right? Or he didn't overcome yet what you overcame, for example, right? Or he has, uh, you know, certain experience with your child, right? So, so I always say, you know, uh, the way to prove yourself that you know, you are, that you are confident and live a meaningful life is by taking action despite, you know, the limited beliefs and things like that. Of course, take care of yourself, you know, you don't want like... Yeah, I mean, there's just like, there's so many things that go on on a daily basis that you can easily, easily victimize yourself and then you can't get out of that. And the only way that you can get out of that is like you said, you take action, you choose. No, I'm not going to think like this. No, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to empower myself or I'm going to be empowered by someone that's close to me then. And I think that when you, when it comes down to being kind, it really, really boils down to um, who, the words that have been spoken around you and the words that you speak to yourself, you know, and I'm a big affirmations person. Like literally I have them like on like my calendar because I do have a calendar because I, I love organization and, you know, because that's really, really a, a little tip for everyone out there. If you don't have a calendar, you should. Um, if in, I have affirmations on my mirrors, two of my mirrors. I have affirmations in my in my son's mirror because I, you know, I'm an I'm an, I'm an autistic mom. Um, my son hasn't been diagnosed yet, but he definitely has all the tendencies, and he's never qualified. He's never tested out of therapy. Um, the state just doesn't recognize it because he's extremely high functioning. And so it's it's been uh, a long nine years, but um, we're trying to definitely um, get that diagnosis again. But um, I've noticed that the more hugs that I give him or the more affirmations that I write on and talk to him about it, it definitely does make a difference um, along with the therapy, you know? And so to me, it's, it's uh, affirmations is such a very important key of how you can definitely speak to yourself. Um, so and, you know, and what you said I like, is like, there is two, I think there's two levels, right? Like one level, right is of course some hug emotional right like all the things affirmation for sure and there is the level of the unconscious mind the pre-program that like you you know some people forever say i am enough i'm enough so eventually eventually the unconscious the, the you know the conscious mind telling yourself it's it's tapping to your unconscious mind if you if you do it enough time and you practice it enough time at the same time there's also amazing tools that really can help you to release like from your kind of nerve system from your bloodstream amazing amazing techniques you know so like when like talking about limited beliefs for example you can like uh, ring up a certain picture that is of your whatever store there's a limited in your brain and you practically through a process on the unconscious level can bring it to a to, to, to be stored in a different place in your brain where first it's no longer true 
and then the opposite is absolutely true just like the sun is rising tomorrow right so i'm not going to go through too much like explaining how we do but like there is there are ways to suffer less okay so like there are ways to yeah, like for sure right break through this free program right and they're fighting with it every day every day there are some amazing tools that can release so much uh thing like uh talking about like for example uh there's one called part integration where like if you are internally conflicted as i told you like you would go one step forward to step backward right because you're always like freak yourself out or something so so and if parts of you wants to make money but part of you is like money is written let me tell you this is there is a contradiction here right so uh there is amazing amazing thing to integrate the parts that you formed when you were little kids to protect yourself so the, those parts that you have they try to protect yourself the thing is that they they detach the behavior from their in from the higher intention they they forgot what is the intention so they act in a behavior that totally limited you totally limited you yeah for so, sure sure right? because there's just like you know um there's so many cases where you can definitely um put yourself or you think about something and you just you focus on that and you put all your energy in that memory you put all that energy in that person and it can definitely cause some issues so my next question is who in your life taught you the most who in my life so i think two things like uh, if we talk about human being is my my parents i learned a lot from them they were a good role model of course all the everybody does mistakes you know no matter what we'll do our best but like i learned i saw with my parents i saw a lot of devotion and uh how they follow their value the values so like uh no no tv at home uh very uh appreciate education like a lot of like uh doing things together play games together very open like in the sense like friends would come in and out like very social in that sense uh importance of nutrition and uh very devoted parents like uh, outdoor like let's go for a walk uh, also good values like uh don't envy people who are jealous so all the things of the time we were little kids you know so i admire them uh in my case uh i know that we are supposed to always bring like uh you know a traumatic uh story from our parents house but also <laughs> let me tell you i see a lot of light but that's my tendency in general you know like my tendency is to see a lot of light in people rather than the screwed out part and yeah i mean that's that's awesome though because you know so many people like i mean i could name a lot of instances of my parents that you know they've taught me um certain actions or an inaction you know um but like you i like to focus on the good parts the good memories and and you know because as long as you had um you know more good memories than bad memories then i think you can definitely learn how to evolve and renew your mind um and try not to focus on those bad memories and focus on the good qualities and the good and non non underestimate good for bit people uh who got forbid were abused by the parents we don't talk about those uh you know extreme scenario uh at the same time like if we have like um if we really have a strong belief in something bigger than us then we understand that life is happen for us in a way so like and the question is like sometimes people even say that before we even come to this world we see the movie and we still are asked do you still choose those parents do you still choose to come to this world and like a grow 
somehow, but we forget that. We forget that, right? So it's like um, our energy. So it's, again, it depends on what is the system of our beliefs, right? Right? Like our paradigm, right? Like, so if someone believes, no, I didn't choose it, or like, right, or something like that, or they don't believe in those uh, things, maybe they don't, or they... So it really depends on your belief system too. And, and also what helped me a lot and I learned a lot from is the Bible, right? So like you look at like King David and the stories and all those like Joseph, you're like admiring the story. You go like, wow, they went through hell, some of them, you know, like think about it. King David was constantly had to run away from his own son sometimes. And, uh, you know, but he has like this deep faith. And then if you look at Joseph, you know, it's like they were on mission, you know, they were on mission. So like, no matter what, uh, hold them back, they were continually, they knew what is their kind of role in the world. And they were like, I'm, you know, they were like seeing that. That's, that's they like, they had laser focus of yes. completing a mission of completing what God told them to do. And, you know, that's awesome that you always, you know, um, I, my mom's an ordained minister. And so a lot of what I've learned and, you know, speaking about the good and bad moments, you can learn from those bad moments to not do them and repeat that, you know, in your, in your kids or in your life. And so, you know, so many people, they, they look at their life and they say, you know, what have I learned? What have I learned? If, 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 uh, so that's my last question. If, if life was a lesson, what would it be? What would you, what would you be able to describe your whole life as a lesson with one word for yes. everyone? Different? Yeah. Right, right. For me, when you came to this uh, question, like for me, it's it's fate, you know, because if if you have a fate, okay, if you have a fate, then you don't you never give up. You don't have despair because you have fate. You are willing to build a resilience. You are willing to build uh, become proactive because you have faith. You know, without faith, you know, I don't think anyone can survive without faith. And if they do, I have no idea how. <laughs> so, so for me, faith, faith is there. It's what push you forward. Like knowing that you, there's something bigger than you, bigger than just like your just material world or just like, right? Like to know that there is something like that you have soul within you, right? Not just like body. And understand that, you know, uh, you need to kind of like nurturing your soul too, you know, your body and soul and spirit and uh, mind, right? So for me, faith, faith is like the ultimate thing. If you have faith, then you have the kind of like the, the belief and the behavior eventually, and you would take the help to like unscrew your mind or to uh, release some of those things that hold you back, you would do something about it. You will have a fate, you know? So it's amazing though, know, because you know when you really boil down to you know who are you you know um, the name of this room by the way whoever is watching this we are on Clubhouse uh, you can find us um, and uh, you know Naomi's uh, uh, handle is Naomi um, and then it's uh, Barakat how do you say your last name yeah no, Barakat perfect yeah and so yeah you can definitely find us on Clubhouse. Um, I, my stage name, quote unquote, is Sachi Ice Queen, um, but my real name is Isolat Zelanon, and so you can just find me at Isolat Zelanon 1 on Clubhouse. Um, and so, you know, this this talk was, I think, such a important one. And, you know, on my um, Amazon um, 
because I've published a bunch of books already, um, which bunch is not really that much, but it's like three. Yeah, which I'll show um, you them also this book, The Deep Sea, right? That's going to help them too. See, yeah, any books, that you can, any books that you can, you can show them to read, to know more about her and know about all of the wisdom and all of the golden nuggets, how they say that she has definitely reached out to her. She's an author. Um, like I said, she's a bestseller. And so there's a reason that she's a bestseller is because she is, she has a lot of, she has words in my, in my opinion, every time that I've talked to Naomi, the way that I could describe her is that she has words of life. And so she has the, you know, like just definitely so much wisdom and so much life in her that um, I can definitely see. And so I'm, I'm just thankful for her friendship. I'm thankful I'm that- I'm thankful for you, Sachi. You know, like you are the one who like, you see a lot of light in people and you bring people together and you give value to people like by interviewing people and give value to the uh, people out there. Uh, I feel blessed. I feel blessed that we met. And definitely, you know, I want to encourage everybody to follow and buy your stuff and learn from you because, you know, you're really pure. You know, you're pure. Uh, you come from all heart, all heart. As you said, love, love, <laughs> you know, it, it's all love. You know, it's funny that you say that because, you know, my mom, I asked her the same question the other day, you know, if life could teach you a lesson, what would it be? She said love. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. For me, um, I chose the word patience because... Oh, wow. Um, Truly, because, um, you know, learning, um, being a first generation born citizen here in the United States, I had to have a lot of patience, not just walking in patience, but being patient. I was one of six kids and I'm the last one. And so, as you can imagine, it's kind of just been the so whole. Listen to that, Sassy. My, my father, I asked him, you know, based on your experience in life, uh, what is one uh, tips that you can give to people? And he said, why? I said, yeah, what? And he said, be patient, because he said, if you're not patient, even the, the best writer's person, right, the, the best one or like the, the sweetest, goodest, you know, kindest person, it will fail because it will be, you know, it will be reactive. It won't be patient and it might be reactive and things like that. And talking about, I think like fate also, it's, it's it kind of, for me, it's, it, it's integrating it love too, because you cannot have faith without love. What are your thoughts? That is definitely true because, you know, in the Bible, I mean, there's a Bible verse that literally says that if you don't have love, then you're just one of those, like, you know, this is, uh, this is my, my, uh, my makeup, uh, my, uh -huh. you know, just, uh, I have, I sell vegan makeup, by the because way. Oh, that's so, you're, so you're just, uh, you know, clicking like a symbol. Yeah. You have you have impact. You have a voice, and it makes sounds. But does it go deep? Like does it? Like and when you think about it, let me ask you. I'm sure there are people who have love but don't have faith, right? But I don't think someone can have faith, real faith. I'm not talking about faith, real faith, and not have love. Because if you have a faith, you understand. You know that God created the human being, right? You God is the ultimate love, compassion, and everything, right? So. It's interesting. It really is. So my last question, I always like to challenge my viewers and my friends and my followers. That is my question for you. My last question for all of everyone that, that is that is watching and hearing, because we are on gonna on be on a podcast. Um, you know, what do you have faith in? 
And I just want you to think about that, you know, and if you have any more questions, definitely reach out to either of us. Um, you'll see it in the description on how to contact her. Um, so I'm just, I want to leave that question for you. Who do you have faith in and what is that faith? And is it truly serving you? Because if it's not serving you, then um, definitely, definitely um, recalculate. <laughs> you know, uh, so, I mean, if there's so many faiths in the whole world, you know, what do you have faith in? What do you believe in? Who are you? And so, you know, the, the title of this, uh, this room in, in Clubhouse and this episode um, on the podcast is Be You. So I definitely want to challenge everyone to... Be you and also, right, like I like what you said, be you and also who is the person you become, right? So like be you, sometimes we are pre-programmed so we don't know who we are anymore. If, am I like running my parents' life? Am I running, right? So like be you in a sense of like try to tap to your deep soul, I think, and, and, and become the best uh, version of yourself right like so like be you can be tricky too <laughs> it, it really can be that's the reason like so yeah on, on my uh because it's uh the name of my series of my next books um is be you um because i'm planning to do like series of co-author books of you know love faith hope you know all those things i just finished the one of hope um it's called uh, it's like, Happy it's, it's, right happy what it's uh so it, the the first book of my series be you is so called be the divine you right <laughs> <laughs> i should it's change it part of you, right? the divine, because if something criminal don't, don't be you in that case right like yeah be the divine you be right yeah so the reason that i named it um bu is because it's 2021 and so i wanted to find five letters and so bu was was something i'm a big numbers person i worked at a bank for like two years and i used to love algebra and so i wanted to find you know five letters and i was like "Mm, five bu is good because i think it's definitely something that so many people don't do they're not themselves and when they try to be themselves sometimes they don't even understand themselves i've been there you know and so it's it's definitely something that you know so yeah, many blind, right? Blind. because of the pre-program, pre-program yeah. you know so yeah that's the name of my series um that i'm trying to uh, i'm gonna keep um because i started it this I like year it. i like it so and, uh, and it's not like it means that just be you like it's first you like figure out who you right who are the, you know the divine form of you and then be you it's like it doesn't necessarily mean be you because you don't know who you are it means like the person you become be can also sound like become too you know become you like the 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 when you were born right yeah uh, you were you know you forgot a lot right so like it's like going back to you and like it's like be born again kind of thing <laughs> uh, yeah i mean uh, so so for all of my youtube uh youtube uh, subscribers and viewers um uh, I want uh, Naomi to to be able to say how do you say be you in um uh, in uh, Hebrew? Hebrew? Mm-hmm. Tire What is it? Tire. Like be be yeah. Yeah. So I learned another Hebrew word, Hebrew word, you know, um, one of my favorite Hebrew words that I've learned um is uh that's just really 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 good like is uh, Havdalah. I love ah, it. Yeah. 
I love that word because it helps me so much. Just that word. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so Abdallah, just like let them be in contact. Abdallah is like after Shabbat, when you're resting and stuff, you have like a kind of like a little ceremony, Jewish ceremony, to have a sweet and good scent and everything uh, week. So we kind of, uh, Abdallah, we didn't like distinguish between the holiness of Shabbat the rest to like the the part of you that you're during the week you're out there serving and <laughs> that's my favorite hebrew word that i've recently learned because wow. i mean there's just so many but um that was that's the one the most recent one that i've just it's just been you know kind of in my mind havdala havdala and i'm like mm, okay it's a celebration all the time <laughs> yes yes, yes. So, so much but, to learn from you actually i think uh you know they will all enjoy you know i mean and uh yeah definitely if they want to also uh follow me happily and uh maybe uh you you're gonna put like the the different find her on instagram you can find her at build online confidence and she's also on twitter as well as n success gy and of course she's on facebook as well and yeah, they can I, always message me too or something too yeah yeah the idea is like for for just like you know bring it all back to uh context uh, the idea is that you are like the day I, my belief is that on the day we were born god decided the world cannot exist without you so I'm, you know, uh, me and my company and, uh, you know, we and us, we are like devoted to help you bring, to help you bring it out because we are honored to be part of the ritual effect. And I think that's what we do here, Sashi, is like we, we want to give a good, uh, you know, empowerment uh, so people can tap to the light and bring it out because the world needs you. Yeah, that's that's an awesome that's an awesome thing to say because so many people they don't feel needed, they don't feel like they're they they have worth, they don't feel like they even even nobody sees them, you know. And so I definitely want to uh, definitely piggyback on that. You know, you are seen, you are loved, you are um, what God created you to be, um, and you were you have a dust. You're destined to do something on this earth. If you can still talk and you can still walk, and even if you can't do any of those things, and you just have life, there's a reason for that. And I definitely challenge you to seek that. Um, and so. Thank you so much for your interview. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your friendship. Definitely looking forward to meeting you and hugging you in person uh-huh. um, because I'm a big hugger. Just, uh, you know, I, I definitely always, uh, <laughs> I definitely always um, tell all of my friends when I go to church and whenever I uh, see my friends who don't go to church, I always uh, hug them and I'm always like, how many hugs have you had today? Because you need four to mentally survive. And so, um, you know, I read that and that kind of, you know, I've been trying to do that with my son and I've seen the difference in him. Just four hugs a day is mentally surviving. Twelve is thriving. So I just definitely want to share all that with all of my YouTube subscribers and uh, for as well as all of my podcast listeners. Definitely um, hug someone today. (laughs) They need it. Even virtually, because of the COVID or something, but hard. Yeah, even virtually, if you can just call someone, you know, you can literally feel the connection just with the voice. That's the, one of the reasons why I love Clubhouse so much is because um, it's super easy. You just talk. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, because I'm a teacher, I'm a, my nonprofit's called Learning Idiom, and I teach English and Spanish. Um, even though I do so much writing and I get people published and I do the, all these things, um, my favorite social media app right now or social media platform is Clubhouse because it's so easy. You just talk. And to me, um, there's just so much noise around sometimes that you really do just need to talk. You need to talk to someone. You need to feel them. You need to connect them with them, you know? And so I, that's one of my favorite platforms because I moved this year um, to a different city in, in Arkansas and I felt so disconnected. And so Clubhouse was like my uh, outlet that I could keep uh, a little bit of sanity. <laughs> uh, so I'm just grateful for it. You know, that's where we met. You know, shout out to all the Clubhouse creators because that is and how Facebook because we're gonna be on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put the to all of Anchor, Spotify, Google, Radio uh, Public. You know, this is gonna be in a lot of different places, and including um, SoundCloud. And so this will be on my personal SoundCloud. I have one personal one, and I also have a, you know one for my nonprofit. Um, so this one will be on my personal one again because uh, Naomi, I always feel like is like my uh, Jewish mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, so I, I'm very I'm selective. on you. I'm on <laughs> Very selective with who I put on mine because I'm like, man, it has to be something that I don't know. I I'm just I'm I. There's just uh, you know in, in Spanish, you know, there's that saying, you know, la sangre te llama, um, and that means um, your bloodline calls to you. And so whenever whenever. Um, I found out that I was Jewish, which there was always rumors, but my sister found out and, you know, that kind of uh, solidified who I was and who I knew that I was because I was like, wow, you know, there's just, there's just a, so that's, you know, that's, that's also, you know, when you're becoming a new person or when you're becoming you, wow. uh, you know, that's something that's so powerful when you know exactly who you are. And so, um, well, something really funny, I know we are closing but like you know really funny like when you think about it like how many generations someone calculate between us and our grandma sarah abraham's wife when you think back 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 it's only like 69 grandma 69th generation of grandma I hope you enjoyed the episode with Naomi Bereket. Um, she is, uh, like I said, my Jewish mom. Um, she's very near and dear to my heart. And I met her on Clubhouse, which you can find her on Clubhouse as well. She is a person that's full of life and love and grace. And I was just so fortunate to be able to interview her. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, just let us know. You can find her on Facebook. She has a Facebook group. It, um, it is um, pretty awesome because you get to get free content that otherwise you would have to pay for. Um, it's called the Virtual Influencers Community. And you can definitely reach out to her on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, yeah, just definitely reach out to her. Like I said, she is a best-selling author and she is a person that has so much within her and so much to share. And so I just um, appreciate her time. Definitely want to let you know how to find her. 
and so yeah definitely if you go to instagram it's build um online confidence and then um so definitely reach out to her hope you guys have an amazing amazing rest of your day evening and month you know it is august and so uh welcome to the new month and and um i just want to definitely speak blessings over you and just thank you so much for being part of this community and um i hope you if you haven't seen or if you haven't heard the other episodes um they are definitely available for you to watch um here and if you haven't found me on youtube um the easiest way to find me is my name it's a y s l e t h z e l e d o n and the channel is called moving mountains and i just have a picture of myself um and so yeah hope you guys have an amazing month and take care